I bet Lawrence. <laughs> Off to a great start. Already, your your internet is bugging out on me. It's already worse. Yeah. It's already worse. Ben and I did a, a little bit of a uh, test before the show to make sure that we weren't lagging too much. We were not lagging that much. And now that we've started, oh, lordy, it's a, it's a problem again. I, maybe, I mean, do you normally have any internet issues in the basement? Like, you work down there, right? Off Wi-Fi? Yeah, I work down there. Um, no, I don't work off Wi-Fi. I'm wired. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, my laptop's wired into the basement. But I also don't have any... I mean, I stream podcasts and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, not a not a big problem. I don't know. Uh, let's just, let's like... just forget that we're having a problem <laughs> and, and just pretend like we're normal. Maybe, maybe you need like a repeater or something down there. We have a repeater. That's when this problem started. That's my own opinion, though. I'm not the one that wires up the house. Okay, okay, okay. So, uh, Ben, it's very nice to talk to you once again. Hey. Here in this world that we call the United States of America. <laughs> and there's some other countries, too, but, uh, yeah. I, uh, I'm so... Uh, let's jump right into Ben's going to get some news. Hey, Ben. Hey, Paul. There's a, there's a government body or an agency called NARA, N-A-R-A. Do you know who that is? NARA. Uh, I've never heard of them before. Um, so let me guess. Uh, National... Aerospace. Ooh, you're, you're off to a good start. Resource oh, no. Association. Already bad. Yeah, no, I have no idea. No um, idea what it is. Here's the, here's the great thing. I knew what it was before the podcast started, and now I forgot. Uh, <laughs> it has to do with archiving. Oh, National I think National Archiving I, Regulation Agency, or something like that. I think I know where this is going. Um, but I could I could be wrong on that. Um, so Ben on Ben gonna guess the news. What thing? that is happening right now in U.S. politics, is NARA extremely interested in? NARA is extremely interested in the deleted text messages of Secret Service agents during the January 6th insurrection. That is correct. And, uh, Ben, for bonus points, do you know why the Secret Service is saying that those text messages were deleted? I don't know that part, actually. Aside ah, from just like trying to cover you. their tracks because members were doing something they should not have been doing. It was, according to the Secret Service, uh, at this point, uh, it was a planned phone upgrade that was planned before oh, the subpoena for those text messages ah, that erased the text messages. That's their excuse. Yeah. So I understand if you or I were to get a phone yeah, and we, we move to a different phone, maybe some of our contacts don't make it. Maybe, uh, you know, we don't have all the photos that we thought we did. They weren't backed up to the cloud or what have you. So... One could forgive a Secret Service agent who has, and I don't know exactly the details of this phone upgrade, but but you could see how maybe, oh, yeah, I moved to a different phone. I don't have all my text messages anymore. I can see... The reason that NAR is... In, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was yeah. just going to say, I can see how you or me can do that, or or our parents doing that, but I can't see how a government agency with government phones and a government IT infrastructure lets that happen. Yeah, and and this is why uh, NARA is interested, because they also would like to know how, how that were to yeah. uh, happen. Yeah. How that would have happened. So, yay! Exciting stuff, Ben. <laughs> um, in other news, I went to Seafood City which is close to Wajamaya, sort of like Wajamaya. Okay. It's uh, 
stuff from uh, other countries, mostly Asian countries, uh, different food things. And I found something that I really like called pineapple beer. Pineapple, pineapple beer, beer? I am assuming you, is, since you like it, this is a non-alcoholic beer. It is non-alcoholic. Well, it's it, it has 0.08% alcohol. So a little bit. <laughs> 0.08% yeah. though. 0.8. I um, don't know. Yeah, you probably won't be able to drink enough to get drunk before you like get sick right. of this stuff and, and die. But the interesting thing is, um, it did, the thing I liked about it was it's sort of like a pineapple soda, but it doesn't taste as sweet. But it has as much sugar in it as a Dr. Pepper. So, interesting. Uh, as far as that goes. And speaking of Dr. Pepper, Ben, another Ben gonna guess the news. Uh, Seth Myers uh, was interested in a certain soft drink for some reason. Can you name what the soft drink was and the reason why he was interested in it? So the soft drink he was interested in was Diet Dr. Pepper, and the reason... And Ben was frozen. And I was frozen. Yeah, and uh, YouTube just told me that I was offline. So yeah, I'm getting, for whatever reason, and this only happens when you and I are talking. I have no idea why, but we're back. Anyway. Uh, it's because they start tapping us as they, soon as I get on the phone. Exactly. Uh, so Seth Myers was interested in uh, Diet Dr. Pepper uh, because... Um, uh, God, what was her name? The Trump lawyer who was pushing the uh, false narrative of the uh, election fraud during her January 6th deposition seemed very interested in her diet, Dr. Pepper. So, like, you know, took, you know, had label out when she was uh, uh, testifying and took some healthy swigs of her diet, Dr. Pepper. What was her you name? You are absolutely correct, but ben. I'm blanking the, on her name. Uh, gosh, I don't know. <laughs> I also do not know. Dang it! Uh, you and I saw the ben, same thing. It is now your turn. Oh God! Try your best to tell me a news story. Uh, this is something new. Apparently, um, there was an event. At the Hoover Dam just today. Can you tell me what happened at the Hoover Dam just today? Someone visiting the Hoover Dam recorded an explosion at the Hoover Dam. And the uh, Boulder City, Nevada police or fire department were called. Probably fire department. Uh, but the fire was out before they arrived. Before officials from Boulder City, Nevada arrived, the fire was already out. Yeah. So, congratulations. I did it. <laughs> so, what's interesting is that they're saying that a, hey. a, a an electrical transformer blew up. And uh, as oh. you, you may or may not know, I believe it's the first Michael Bay Transformers movie has a large... Uh, Hoover Dam plays a large is a large set piece. So when people are saying a transformer exploded at the Hoover Dam, Reddit was like, <laughs> "What exploded?" <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Um, so my uh, my watching of C, yeah, the uh, prestige Apple uh, TV C has ended. I've watched all of it. Uh, and spoilers for C. <laughs> uh, okay. David Batista is playing not just some unknown warrior. He is playing Jason Momoa's brother. Mm. And you and I have talked about how Dave Batista is actually uh, a good actor. Uh, I think we talked about him in Blade Runner. Blade Runner? 2046, I want to say. Uh, 2049? Uh, Guardians, 2049. Yeah, Guardians of the right. Galaxy. 
he's really good in that. This he's funny tracks. in that. Um, so, so I'm watching, I'm watching it. I'm like, I don't know. There's something about what he's doing that's rubbing me a little bit the wrong way. I don't know what it is. And I suddenly realized that he is actually making an effort to sound like Jason Momoa, like they're <laughs> brothers, like he's he's actually doing it. But but when you're not Jason Momoa, acting like Jason Momoa isn't may not work for you, right? As well. But I mean, Jason, what do you uh, mean he's trying to sound like? It's not like Jason Momoa is like. Australian or anything like that. He's no, no. His cadence. I mean, he's he's actually. I, I'm gonna go. I I have not read any, uh, anything about uh, Dave Bautista's um, work, his process on C or anything. But I really do think that he listened to Jason Momoa and he is he is practicing. His cadence and his like the way that he says things and stuff. And you don't think it works? It's it's really interesting. Um, no. Once I figured it out, once I heard both of them talking to uh. each other, I was like, oh my gosh! <laughs> but at first, I wasn't sure what he was doing. Uh, but that's yeah, that's that's the thing. And it, and yeah, once and this is just my opinion again. But once I figured out what it was that they were what what I think he was doing, it yeah. all of a sudden clicked. And retroactively became, oh, yeah, that's really good. Yeah. So, yeah, I like C. I like, you know, a lot of people don't like it. I like it. Never, never seen it, but it is is far down on the list of things that, I, that I'll probably watch uh, sometime soon-ish or in the future. Have you seen Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness? I have seen Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I have Disney Plus, but I haven't watched it yet. Um, is it good? Should I take a look at it? Did you enjoy it? Well, yeah, I did enjoy it, but I, I, I'm an easy target, right? I'm not very critical when I go see movies or TV shows. Like, if something entertains me, yeah. I like it. Uh, but well, You and I have very similar tastes. I yeah, think. but Sam Raimi directed it, and there are a couple of moments where, like, if I didn't know... Sam Raimi directed it. I would have thought somebody was trying to pretend to be Sam Raimi. Oh, nice, nice. So yeah, you, you yeah. should watch it just for you know, just for that. But it's, I mean, it's yeah, you know, okay. these I'll, Marvel I'll movies it. are getting way too long. Doctor Strange is already like over two and a half hours, I think. Wow. Oh, I'm interested. So, um, but you know what I'm going to be doing this weekend? I don't know what you're going to be doing this weekend. I am going to be seeing it. Nope. Oh, yeah. It opens this weekend. The new Jordan Peele flick. Jennifer wants to do it. Now, Now, granted, it, it's possible, you know, we are busy people and we have our lives and things and something might happen yeah. or it might get sold out, whatever. But if all goes according to plan, we will be seeing it this weekend. Pretty exciting. Nope. I watched a, a thing where um, the cast of nope read uh fan fiction fan not fan fiction fan fan theories yeah fan fan theories ben fan fan sometimes just called fan theories um and i i was worried that i would spoil something but of course all the fan theories that they went over weren't it no because they're not going to actually say the real theory on whatever like youtube video they're doing um, so, um, uh, someone suggested that Nope stood for not of planet Earth, which is fun, but, uh, nope. We were... They said nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, w- there was actually a, um, an interesting video that Jordan Peele did. I don't know, one of these, like, magazines, like Variety or or um, GQ or something. So sometimes they do, like, Jordan Peele answers Twitter questions, that kind of thing. Yeah. But Jordan Peele did a... Um, I don't know if it's a fan theory reaction, but, like, he would read... Yeah, he would read fan theories about yeah. Get Out. And it was really it was really interesting in, in what he would deny and confirm. 
And like, can you give me a spoilers for Get Out? Uh, I can't. I can't. Um, but uh, uh, I can't remember anything specific. But there was one where you could tell that he hadn't thought of this, hadn't thought of this particular theory, but liked it. Yeah. And like, and was like, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, that's that's what I meant. You know, that kind of you know thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look it up if you have a chance. I, you know, this might have been uh, there was there was one uh, interview that he did where he was dressed like Jack Torrance uh, it, for his photo shoot, and you don't notice it at first. There's something about it, but you don't, and then you realize that's what it was. And it reminded me of one of the best things uh, on Twitter that I liked a whole bunch. Uh, he did uh, a tweet that was The Shining with just emojis. <laughs> and and you could totally tell what it was like yeah it was it was really great i have a friend who actually did all the harry potter movies in emoji form yeah just like sitting on the bus it, it, transcribing harry potter in with emojis transcribing is the right fun. word but um, translating almost yeah interpreting more likely yeah. um Jordan Peele said in an interview that I can't remember if it was for Get Out or for us, but he would, because he does a great Barack Obama impression, and he would direct oh, yeah. scenes in his movie as Obama. Of course he would. You know, it's, this is the thing is that um, just because he can do scary things doesn't mean he's not also very right. funny. <laughs> right. That's, the. I mean, I, I really do get surprised sometimes uh when key and peel come on and i'm like oh yeah that's right that's right <laughs> they were he a comedy duo. one half of an amazing comedy duo yeah. as well as a brilliant filmmaker well i mean i mean he says get out is not a horror movie it's a reality picture a <coughs> uh, reality picture yeah it's what do you mean it's it's uh it's it's you know it's real life. Oh okay okay not not that it's a reality show like I I was okay I apologize I was thinking like yeah that people who are in that they didn't know that they were oh, no, 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 no. being filmed it's and, not a yeah, reality yeah, show no, no, no. It's, I'm it's, with you. it's not a horror it's a you know it's just a slice yeah it's of a life. documentary it's what, a documentary say, yeah exactly that's what I'm saying exactly yeah 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 I'm with you. Um, and if you think about it, really, reality television is sort of a documentary. That's kind of what they're trading on. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, reality television is hardly reality, is it? You know, a documentary. Yeah, with a documentary, you have, you know, real people talking about real things, but reality television is hardly that. Oh my gosh, uh, John blanking on his name, and I should know it. I, I should know what it is. Um, uh, he did Fishing with John. He uh, was in uh, The Lounge Lizards. Uh, Mike Dowdy tells a story that is probably him in his book about a guy who calls up and says that he doesn't want to perform that night. So Mike Dowdy says, okay, well then don't. Um John. Oh, it, this is going to drive me nuts. Is it John from the Long Winters? No, 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 okay. no, no, no. No, John. Uh, like if you, uh, if you, if you look up Down by Law, um, the movie Down by Law, he is in that with Tom Waits and Roberto Benigni, and John. Oh, John. <laughs> Welcome to the show where Paul just tries to repeating the word John over and over. I again. don't know this guy actually. Um, I've I know his name now. He plays Jack in Down by Law. Is that what you're Okay, what's of? what's his name? John Lurie. John John Lurie! It is John Lurie, yes. He's a painter now. And and I will I will shout out he is a painter with a distinctive style. Where he tries to mimic uh, Jason Momoa. No. Uh, and he and he he complains a lot about the art establishment. I think he says uh, they want fine arts, but they really just 
say fire ants, something like that. I don't know. It's a weird uh, thing. But anyway, the, John Lurie is the one who, in fishing with John, uh, you know, they're 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 he's with Tom Waits, and they're getting ready to do some fishing, and Tom is singing a song, and yeah. John Lurie just looks at him and goes, "Row," <laughs> because Tom is just singing and not doing any uh, actual rowing. I watched a TV show recently right. I... called uh, The Rehearsal with uh, Nathan Fielder, I think his name is. Have you heard oh, of this TV show? Yeah. How was it? It's yeah, interesting. It's, it's hard to... Fielder. Fielder. It's hard to... From Nathan For You, which I'd never seen before. Um, yeah, yeah. Nathan For You. Yep. It's one of those things, right? I, it's hard to say whether or not everything's actually happening as portrayed or if it's scripted in some way. People are making this out to be if like it's actually happening, it's real. So if it if mm-hmm. if if that's the case, then yeah, it's a pretty interesting show. But even though, even if it's not, even if it's all scripted, it's still pretty. It's an interesting concept. Well, there's another layer to it if it's all scripted. My guess, my my guess is this: there is absolutely no way, and I've I've stated this before when I talk about like reality TV and stuff like that. There's absolutely no way to have a reality TV show and not have some of it prearranged. I'm not going to say scripted. I'm going to say prearranged. Yeah. Because you all have to show up and be at a certain place at a certain time. That's one. Two, you all have to be mic'd. That's a that's another thing. That is a that is a thing that you would not normally do. You know, and so and you have to be in an area so that the cameras can catch you. Yeah. All of those things together, um, you don't necessarily have somebody handing you a script with pages and having you memorize it, but there are people who are putting people into situations and hoping it goes a certain way, if nothing else. There was a a game, uh, not a game, but but you know one of those competition reality shows, right? Uh, that somebody there was a news article that somebody wrote about it where they were talking about how the way that they got onto the show was that someone matched with them on a dating app and then they said oh actually i have a boyfriend but you would be great for the show that we're doing <laughs> and apparently most of the people had that happen oh jeez! and then when they got there they took their phones and their passports and wallets and there was this this thing where like they couldn't get food but they would give them alcohol all this weird stuff all of which, again, you know, you're you're playing with fire at that point, but yeah. you're priming people to behave erratically, you know, and be perhaps more truthful or more performative than they normally would be. That reminds me of this. Um, I think it's a This American Life story I heard a while back. So I'm going to get some of the details wrong, but there was a game show in Japan where they locked the contestant up in a room took everything away, even his clothes. And he had to, I think he had to, okay, so yeah, he had to mail away for stuff. I think in Japan they have um, like games that you mail in and you like, you win something, you lose something. Um, So he had to, he had to win these by mail prizes and so the more times he won, the more stuff he got back. The dude was a contestant for, like, months and became, like, a TV sensation without even knowing it. I think at some point he just kind of, like, loses his mind. And, yeah, it's, it's, so it's a really interesting, um, uh, like, how, how legal is that? Like, that would never fly here. 
you can't just lock somebody up, even yeah. if they think they're you know a contestant on the game show. You can't lock somebody up naked in a room and say, okay, now you just have to write letters and win these subscriptions to uh, uh, to get stuff back. I forgot why he actually how he eventually won. I'll have to go back and listen to this uh, this story again because it's really fascinating. When I was a psychology student, one of the things that I noted right away, and I brought up several times. Uh, and the professors are like, yeah, I guess, whatever, uh, was that there was stuff that you could do on candid camera that would not pass an ethics uh, review for a social, for a sociological experiment or a social psychology experiment. Yeah. Like one of the things, and not just, not just um, candid camera, but totally hidden video, all of those shows. Uh, one of them, uh, there's a border crossing that they set up in Canada. I mean, sorry, in California for Canada. So people have to, and, and that my, my favorite one, I've mentioned it before. Um, there are these people who are supposed to be in a surprise party and there's, they're, they're all in on it except for one guy. And that guy goes into the closet. Uh, and they're like, and they're like, okay, three, two. And while they're saying three, two, one, everyone is shuffling out silently and a family is coming in and sitting down at dinner. And so when they say three, two, one, he jumps out, he's wearing a party hat and he yells surprise. And all the family <laughs> that's there, a mom, dad, two kids, they look shocked and they're like, who are you? What are you doing in my house? And it's, it's not something that you could do to people. Yeah. Um, but when you mentioned Japanese game shows, I remembered that there was one show that I, I saw a video of, this would have been in like 2000 where or no no not even 2000 like 90s 90s even uh where this woman gets kidnapped on the street bag over her head all that kind of stuff and she's she's pleading for her life and she's screaming and everything and um she gets ushered into a a, a studio audience they're all completely silent and then they rip the bag off of her head and everyone cheers and she's crying. Yeah. And, you know, it's that sort of crazy stuff. But the thing that I wanted to mention, uh, your friend of mine, Troy Lund, and I think the statutes of limitations is gone so we can say this <laughs> about this. Um, do you remember uh, there was a British TV show uh, that was sort of like Candid Camera, sort of like um, uh, Totally Hidden Video, all that. Um, Something TV, I think it was called. Um, where it was just, you know, a guy who like he would, he, he was a tour bus driver in one of them. And then he said to people, he couldn't do it anymore and just left. And they're all on the bus, that uh, sort of thing. I um, don't know. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know this. Well, you get the idea though. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, totally. it's, it's one of those shows. Yeah. Um, but there, there was an American version. Actually, maybe it's better if we don't say what show it is. <laughs> there was an American version of the show that they were filming in Seattle and uh troy got called for it and he thought that he was going to be one of the people that does the wacky things yeah but they just cleared out a coffee shop and filled it with actors so that when the people came in and did their weird stuff they would all be like what is it what are they doing i don't understand <laughs> yeah. um that way and they don't have to, to the, the production company of, doesn't have to find everybody sitting in the coffee shop and have them sign a release so they could be on tv and also, uh, people who are there to be real people um, don't, like, call the police, don't try to intervene <clears throat> when something weird happens. Right. It, it's, it's difficult uh, to tell what people are going to do. But I think it, the weird thing is that with TikTok and all that, people are being trained to be performers a little bit more than yeah. they once were, I suppose. Yeah, still not on it, by the way. It's It's been a while. I just uh, saw I a headline it... recently where the FCC is recommending that TikTok be taken off of all the app stores just because of the way it treats user data. Yeah, um, I think we talked about this, but if we didn't, um, there was a meeting at which uh, point they, they talked about being uh, firewalled uh, between the United States and China, and one of the engineers from China was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I can see everything. 
uh, and it was a big uh, a big problem. Which I I actually like like good on that engineer because that's that's what you want out of your engineers. Um, right. Marketing Just the damn, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's happening? So yeah, that's part of the thing. Um, I I believe. Uh, people who are involved in, you know, national security stuff, things like that, probably shouldn't be using it. Um, yeah. Or, you know, much the Secret the, Service. I mean, in the same way, like, you know, uh, Fitbit stuff, right? You remember this? Have you heard about it? Uh, well, I know what um, a Fitbit is. What are you talking about specifically? So, so at one point in time, um, there were... Fitbit users on secret bases and stuff like that uh, that aren't on any maps uh, were kind of putting a bullseye on them because they would go, they would turn them on as soon as they left the area where they couldn't have them on. Yeah. And so there's this black spot <laughs> and then all these Fitbit users around it. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of funny. But so yeah, same sort of thing. Oh, uh, back when I was on TikTok, also, I was like, why are there so many people that are doing TikToks from their cars? They're just sitting in their cars. What's the deal with that? And then I realized, oh, I get it. They're at work. They're at work. They get up 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 from their desk. They go to their car. They film their TikTok and then they go back in. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, that's another question. Productivity. How much of it is gone? Well, I mean, has from, any has that changed? I mean, has people are just now have a different means of distraction from their day to day? I mean, yeah, we didn't have I would say, I would TikTok say or Twitter sure. when we, you know, twenty years ago when we had our corporate jobs, but there was still just as much distractions. Well, I don't know. I mean, I've been pretty lucky with. My, well, no, I take that back. I I do I do remember uh, being in a corporate job. Well, I've told you. I think probably the worst. Uh, egregious thing that ever happened to me. Uh, this, but before I was working um, in Seattle, this is uh, this is at a different place. I'm not going to name the place or anything like that. But um, I was supposed to be filing using an actual filing cabinet, things like that. But the system was so messed up, I didn't know how to fix it. So I would just stare at them all day and go, "I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to get in trouble eventually." Um, and yeah, so I, I left that job before I did get in trouble. <laughs> However, now knowing what I do know, I'm like, I would love to take another shot at that. I would love to, to be given the chance to, to go through those things. To clean up the mess. I think I could do it. Yeah. Now I know how. Um, but the, so the big thing is, is that, um, you know, the idea when people say, uh, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life and yeah. all that, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have a different take and that's, um, that there's a, there's a fine balance that you need in order to really feel like you're not working. And that's it. You have to be competent in what you're doing. And also enraged at your circumstances, because then you get that 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 thing that thing that that Twitter gives you or whatever this this sort of um, entertainment by being mad about something. You can get that at work while you're still doing your stuff. So you're like, ah, oh, why? Who did this? I haven't. That, Who did that? Like, um, that's a new method of that's a new method of worker productivity is the enragement factor. I I think I honestly think that if we if we did some deep deep dives into management process, Ben, there's something in there where people talk about it. They might call it emotional investment or something like that, but <laughs> but yeah, where you're trying to make people mad so that they'll work longer because they're actually putting in effort to yell at somebody <laughs> or whatever flawless yeah 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 um okay so we're at the half minute mark i mean the half hour mark i think this is going pretty well i if there is any lag we've sort of hit a stride yeah i want to say yeah it's it uh, so this is working. 
me checking in to say, hey, are there any uh, people, any interaction that we're having? Probably not. Nope, nothing. There seems to be, I mean, I on the, on the back end of the YouTube stream, it'll tell me how many concurrent viewers and how many like total views, and we have all zeros mm -hmm. for this one. But there is a oh, there's an average view duration, which is the length of the show so far. So I've found that if somebody is watching on mobile, that is not counted. Then if they're watching oh. on a desktop. Yeah. So <clears throat> hello, Phantom oh, Viewer. I wonder why that is. Maybe privacy settings. I don't know. Uh, one thing we could do I is we could ask we app could, not uh, to track Ben. One thing we could do is we could uh, revisit um, the next the Goody Lawrence performance and talk about it. Let's do that. I'm giving a well, thumbs now, up to the camera. So something I ask you each time we do this: Do you remember the last thing we talked about? No, this is probably my answer most of the time, but this time, yeah. for sure, no. It's been too long. It has been. Too I know long. that we talked about naked dead guy. Um, did we? We talked about skater blades. So naked dead guy. After that was skater yeah. blades. Uh, did we talk about let's throw a fish at Joseph? Ooh boy. I want to say we did. What's the one after that? Uh, oh, right. The one after that is The Ballad of Newt. We did talk about that because I emailed yeah. John about that. Uh, so th the one after that is Midnight Road Trip to Tacoma with Paul and Ben. Oh, we did. We have we have talked about this, but we haven't right. talked about it. We haven't. It's not been part of the, yeah. Yeah, so this is a good one to talk about. Um... This is the origin of the phrase uh, that we would we would use sometimes, um, and I'm paraphrasing here because I don't know what the actual thing is. As illogical as getting mad at someone because they didn't go to Tacoma, <laughs> even though they said they would. So, what happened was we bought. I think we had these Tacoma t-shirts that you had made. Oh, my Tacoma t-shirt, by the way, Ben, is no more. Is no I more. I say it. Yeah. I may have it somewhere, but I can't wear it anymore. I wore it to um, City Museum, which we've talked about before. I think that happened when we were when I was visiting. Oh, no. Because I was wearing makes a, sense that I feel I was wearing a St. Louis uh, Cardinals shirt and you were wearing a Tacoma shirt. And it was funny because we yeah. were like we had like swapped locations. But I slid down a slide and it got caught on something and the yeah. back of it got all ripped up. We also had my so back had, actually got ripped up, too. Ouch. Get a tetanus shot. Yeah. We had so we had those Tacoma shirts. We had too late. We had one for we had, you and I had one and we had and we were wearing like. U.S. top hats or something. We, we we were wearing top hats, and I believe we also had mustaches. Yeah, mustaches, and we had a, a set for an audience member, and yeah, we were. And the the idea for the bit was to get a volunteer from the audience, dress them up, and then drive down to the Denny's in tacoma which in was fife. technically is in fife which is a bit yeah. more north of tacoma so it's not as far and right before we walk out on stage what happened paul that oh, well, sidetracked well, this entire thing, thing. <laughs> we were we were gonna film it and then that film was gonna be the next yeah. thing that we showed at the next spin the bottle uh i yeah. i believe i didn't have tapes that for is the correct. camera yeah was that was that what it was I knew it was either I didn't have batteries or I didn't have there tape. There was no tape in a the problem, camera. A problem that would not happen now. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, but at the time, a problem. So we... What year was that? That was uh, 2005. Wow. Yeah. Quite a so while ago. even in 2005, yeah. cameras... June with, 3rd. Uh, 
June 3rd, 2005. So what we oh, wow. what we eventually did, I'm leading up to the uh, disappointment that we didn't go to Tacoma, is we went through with the performance, but we and we got a volunteer from the audience. I believe it was uh, frequent spin the ball performer Antoinette. Was it? Um, no, I think it, I, I really honestly think it was a, a regular, like normal person. I, I want to say a, a person who, because they had a, their boyfriend was with them, I believe. Maybe. I want to say it's all just a haze. Uh, you know, it's been, I, I want, yeah, I want. 17 yeah. years. Wait, who's an, who explain Antoinette? Antoinette she was a is, singer. She was just a she not just. She was a singer who performed regularly at Spin the Bottle. Yeah, I'm going to say no. This was not a this is not a regular This is not neither you or I knew this person. I remember that. Anyway, whoever it was, I thought it was this one person. You don't think it is. Uh, whoever it was, we decided not because we didn't have, uh, we couldn't make the film. We decided not to go to the Denny's in Fife. We went to the IHOP on Capitol Hill. It wasn't. It wasn't just. It wasn't just because of that. And this is the reason why I'm almost positive it was a normal person. They, they weren't really into it. Like when <laughs> it was on stage and things like that, it was one thing. But after that point, they were like, I don't really. So it was. It was it was them, and a couple of their friends and us it, went to. We also didn't need a lot of convincing not to go. I think by that point of the yeah. evening, you and I were like, we were pretty tired. Yeah, yeah exactly. Let's yeah. not let's not do this. <laughs> it was one. It was one of those situations where I think I think they they had a small amount of misgiving, and then we jumped on that. Or like, yeah. hey, well, we could just stay here. Yeah. And they were fine with it, but then some other people from Spin the Bottle were at the same uh, IHOP, and they were mad at us. Yeah, they were mad at us that we didn't actually go down to Fife to the Denny's. Well, because mad. And, and they, we were, I, they that, weren't like angry or anything. They were just no, like, oh, they were, they were, oh, look, what, I thought you guys were gonna go, and we were like, were you gonna go with us? <laughs> what does it matter? Yeah. Oh. Uh, that was that was fun though. It was we were like Tacoma, Tacoma, and, and like we were we were. Uh, it was like a, a rousing speech that one might give to get someone to travel west in a wagon train. Right. Yeah. That was the the basic uh, or some sort of like know, manifest to... destiny for Tacoma. Exactly. That's right. And it was and we and the crowd was really into it. We got them all to say Tacoma. At the same time, it was nice. Um, and and I guess we can we can talk about this because we still have a little bit of time. That is one of those situations where we we went through a couple of stages. One where any publicity we could get for for us and what we were doing was was good because the spectacle itself was part of yeah the act yeah. and all that. And then and I know that I was the main motivator of this. Uh, but for a while, I became uh, very, not necessarily camera shy, but I became heavily invested in the Goody Lawrence pieces that we're doing are just for us and the audience for the night that we're doing them. And we're not going to record them. We're not going to have any. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I had a lot of reasons. I said, oh, well, I'm in this thing and I can't be filmed in something else right. because I'm doing this thing. I said that once. I said some other stuff. But I think one of the main reasons that I that I wanted to do that was I I forget who it was. I was reading about one of the the people in the art scene in New York like the William S. Burroughs and all those kind of folks um, and how and how they said uh, you know the stories of what we used to do there got um, more and more, like we became more and more talented, the more and more people would tell the stories. Right. Yeah. Basically. And, and I thought that it would do us good 
if there were some pieces that we did that were only legendary that <laughs> that there were no because and i think i think there are some and I, once we hit one of them i'll 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 mention it but i think there were some that actually were like that um blood 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 as an example that cut or is it after the shootout one of them has a cut maybe they both have cuts it's blood 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 yeah that cut uh, is like uh, the time that Sherlock Holmes was uh, gone. Uh, anything could have happened in between there, and people don't know because it's it's not. There are available. There are a couple of performances. I mean, I th- I think it'll be a while before we get to this one. Um, so I'll just mention it that I that people who were there still mention it. I don't. Uh, no, you know, it's not like it still the story is still floating around in the ether. It's not like it's the, uh, the Jesus and the devil father, son, yeah. uh, thing. But when we had the marshmallow fight and you had Betty, Oh yes. That, that one, um, that one lives on more so than a lot of I'm, the others. I'm glad that there is not a video of that. one. <laughs> Honestly. Because I like to remember it the way that I remember it. Um, but yeah, so um, the basic the basic thing was we threw marshmallows at each other, and and I think we talked about this already, uh, you and I. But in case we haven't talked about it on the podcast, we'll we'll talk about it when it comes around again. But the main thing is that people that there was a, a woman who observed this happening, and she thought that <clears throat> Betty was upset because people were throwing marshmallows. Yeah. But the real thing was, I had Betty on a on a um, like a baby Bjorn yeah. in front of me, and I leaned forward at one point in time, and she hated being tipped back. Ah. So that's what set her off. It wasn't, and I know that sounds weird, but um, I'm not denying that she was upset. I'm denying the reason that she was upset, and the reason I or I'm I'm clarifying the reason she was. Upset. I'm just I just looked it up, and that particular performance was june 2nd 2006 so a full year from where we are right now uh which um, is june, june 2nd 2006 um that means that betty was like three and a half months old yeah at the time and so, did you bring her to spin the bottle for the performance or was did did you were you just had to watch her that night what's no, no, no. Why was we, she there? We wrote it specifically with her in it. Okay. I'd forgotten that part. I, I don't I don't think we have scripts for it, but but yeah. It was it it was my idea. I thought it would be cool. The yeah. Uh to to have Betty on my And we actually wrote a, Jennifer and I actually wrote a script that we performed spin the bottle with Betty as part of it uh later on but yeah, but yeah this that uh, one particular uh the the it, it's, it was called paul and ben dashing sportsman yeah. and it i believe is the only time that an audience member stormed out in anger oh yeah well, she actually yelled at me first yeah and then stormed out yeah which is you know um, not a lot of people that that doesn't often happen during a performance on stage now yeah and the thing i'll say is this um i granted i was getting marshmallows thrown at me while wearing a three and a half month old uh on my chest but i think that she was a little crazy yeah um and if she hears this and 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 disagrees that's what if it turns out that's that's somebody we met like uh, you know, years and years later, and like we like, what if this person's like now a volunteer at the theater and doesn't know who we are? We don't know who they well, are. Well, I mean, I mean, she must have known someone there, yeah, and been friends with someone. But the but the big thing is that uh, people came to check on me after that to see if I was okay, which was nice. <laughs> well, um, yeah, because people are on your side, but. But you know, anyone who asks, uh, that's why that's why Betty's autistic. That's what did it. Oh jeez. <laughs> Kidding. Uh, it's not vaccines, it's marshmallow it's also torture. 
the crazy thing is it's also why I was autistic. So it, it all works out. It only started um, then. No, but but I think I think we maybe it was just on this podcast, but we checked in with Betty we did. afterwards to see if she was afraid with marshmallows and she said no. And uh unsurprisingly and doesn't even remember it, because why would she? Yeah. Well, I didn't realize she was just three and a half months old, but it makes sense. That's so crazy. I'm gonna tell Jennifer about it. Um so, I mean, she knows about the incident. I just mean right. I'm going to tell her um, that she was three and a half. So, uh, yeah. So, I don't think... I, I mean, I honestly don't think that we ever got anyone else mad at us. Not we did to a the, lot of crazy stuff. Not to the extent that they came up and yelled at us during the performance and then stormed off. But I I don't I don't see people getting mad at us. But like mild bewilderment yeah of course now that's all right like what is this uh but uh ben as you know too goofy to hate that's too goofy to hate still is on our website that's our brand yeah uh, aside from that one woman who probably still hates us yeah well well no i mean we're just what's wrong with the world (laughs) yeah blame us Oh my gosh! Uh, you, you know, uh, three six nine, the the goose drank wine, the the monkey chewed tobacco on the streetcar line. Do you know I do not know. I do not know that. What is that? Oh, it's a it's a it's a song. Uh, it's I think it's called the clapping song, maybe. But anyway, one of the lines is uh, three six nine, the goose drank wine, the monkey chewed tobacco on the streetcar line. Um, and I always wondered why they did three six nine. Why? You know, it's counting by threes. It's not something that you normally do in a song. And I don't know this for sure, but I'm just looking at um, the keyboard and the number pad on the uh, oh, yeah. three, six, nine. right side. You see 369 there. And I think that the number pad is based on adding machines. So if someone were writing the song and they saw that, that might be why. Probably not, but... That's where uh, they all went to heaven in a little rowboat came from as well. At least where it was popularized. I don't know where uh, uh, yeah. where it actually came from. Haven't so, yeah, the clapping song, Ben. The clapping song. Is this song, a song you learn when uh, when you have Pretty children? Pretty good song. Um, no, it's a popular song from the 1960s. Ah. Late 60s, early 70s. I, I want to say... Maybe the fifties, but I don't think so. But yeah, let's um, just let's just say from the forties to the eighties. It, it might be yeah, it might be the same person who did the name game, but it's a similar uh, thing. You remember the name game, right? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think it's in the same vein of that. As okay. a, hey, everybody. Yeah. Some sort of like up with people like party me. song. Like, yeah, up with people party. Um, let's see. So, what have you? Uh, look, final things. What have you been watching, Ben? What's What's on Ben's TV? I've been hoovering up. Uh, well, uh, I'm all caught up on Better Call Saul. Yeah, me too. Well, j- just one episode so far, right? No, the uh, newest one dropped last night. Oh, I gotta watch it. Yeah, you do gotta watch <laughs> Sorry, it. Sorry, I made a noise. And then we'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but other than that, it's... I've just been I've been hoovering up the Orville. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, have you gotten to the one with practical jokes yet? Yes. Okay, that's the one that we just watched. Okay. Uh, so spoilers for the Orville. <laughs> um, it was it was great. Yeah. Uh, the 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 guy getting his leg cut off as a practical joke. Is exactly the kind of thing an alien would do. Right. I think. Robotic alien. And I love how the... And, uh, and then when it falls perf- down during that... Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I love how the performer of Isaac is doing his very best Brent Spiner impression. It's so great. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brent Spiner called him out. Uh, <laughs> not called him out badly. Like, right. Like, people... People said, I can't, you know, did you do a thing? He's like, no. Anytime somebody would ask him, he'd uh, 
refer them to the actual actor. Right. Which I thought was very nice. Um, but the end of that. How did it end? Uh, I've, I've, I've been watching like three nights. So at one point, at some okay, point, I was just so kind of blurred in the, together. In the end, they blew up the wormhole, and Charlize Theron's character disappears. Oh right, and yeah. then he's left looking at where she was at, and That's I thought right. that was weird. And I'm wondering, uh, you know, how that works continuity wise. They make like, a lot. Are they of... going to remember that happening? Yeah, they make a lot of interesting non-Star Trek choices. Like for for be for I consider it to be like you know a uh, like Seth MacFarlane's like love letter to Star Trek. Oh yeah, and sure. but there are a lot of moments where it kind of gets more real. Like Trek would never. Trek is too much of a like utopian society where people always make right. the best choices and they always try to do what's best for everybody else. But there's some there's I think I don't think you've seen this episode yet, but there's a moment and no spoilers. There's a moment where a character kills another character and you're like that would never happen on Trek. They would right. work this out. But instead somebody right. gets well, uh killed. Well, as an example, again, spoilers for earlier episodes of the Orville, um, where uh, the 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 uh, the baby is born female, and yeah. according to the society, it it uh, gets turned male. Yeah. Um, they uh, they have the you know the great speech, the great Trek speech kind of thing, where where the greatest writer of that species turns out to have been a woman yeah and and great speech it all it all seems to come together and in star trek they would have said oh i guess we need to rethink things but in this they just did the same thing yep and and the father is like uh well you know one of the fathers is like we just have to give this child the best life we can now yeah and and so it sucks. Uh, there is not progress. Yeah. And yet, yeah. you know, they they move it's, on. It's uh, which is people exactly making what you're choices about. and people people not always making the best choice. You know, and that's that's kind of what I appreciate about the show. It, it almost feels like, for how absurd and slapsticky it is, is sometimes it feels a little bit more grounded in reality versus Trek. Because yeah. yeah one child so. is not going to change, uh, you know, the centuries of a, a, a community, you know, of a, of a culture. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, that, that kind of stuff, Ben, is, is why um, I don't expect things to be better here anytime soon either. <laughs> um, I always make terrible choices, but yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, I, I, again, Jennifer still wants to move. Uh, I I still am looking at at uh, the uncertainty of the future and thinking that we're probably not going to do it uh, until at least May of twenty twenty three. Yeah. So next Which May. is too soon. I mean, too long. Too lo so it's it's one of those tense situations. Okay. Where, you know, I I don't want to move just to move again. And hopefully, I won't have to. Maybe something good. Maybe uh, some stability will happen between now and then. But who knows? I don't know. It just feels it feels bad because I know that she wants to, and I and I want her to be happy. But in the same way, um, is it just the yeah. the that I I know what it would mean if I would make the choice to to do that, and then we would have to move again right away. It would right, be a little crazy. So. Yeah, I mean nobody wants to move twice in a year. Exactly. We'll see. Especially when you got all your stuff. Uh, <laughs> right exactly but who knows i mean the other thing is uh, like i was i was saying what if we what if we don't move but we act like we're going to and just get rid of a whole bunch of stuff 
<laughs> then the and house clean and organized. Margin. Yeah, but but she rightfully said, you know, we don't do that. Nope. We say we should. Yeah. But then we don't. So. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you know, the the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Yeah, I did. I did clean out the bedroom. It worked out pretty well. So that's know. nice. Uh, speaking of nice, it was nice talking to you, Ben. <laughs> hey, is it that time? Hey, Paul. Thanks for it is. thanks for it uh, is. doing this so early in the week. Yeah, uh, no uh. problem. And um, what's going on Thursday? You're going to the doctor? No, I'm heading out of town. Oh, that's right. I will be out of town this weekend. Why did I think you were going to the doctor? Oh, somebody else is going to the doctor. Somebody else is going. Not me. I've been to the yep. doctor. Pretty nice. Okay. Uh, oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't been to the doctor in a while. I'm I'm waiting until I lose some weight, <laughs> so they don't yell at me. They're not going to uh, yell so at you. So what's happening Paul. instead is I'm uh, overweight and unhealthy. <laughs> anyway, talk to you later, Ben. Have a good one. In the meantime, and, keep uh, it wrong, Paul. Keep it wrong, Ben. Room tone. All right. And we're clear. <laughs>